apologise. The fact this one has been later than expected. Uh, subscriber requested it, and I wanted to get to it sooner, but so many things have cropped up. Yeah, me. Uh, I apologise. I'm usually pretty good at handling requests, video requests. I apologise to said subscriber. Anyway, let's get on with it. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe if you haven't. And check out links in the description below. Anyway, Novavax. Now, uh, when you look at a chart, think, bloody hell. After a run-up like that, you're considering going in, but then you, you know, you have to look at how the business has changed. You have a vaccine for a pandemic, and this vaccine is 89% uh, effective against the new UK variant. Now, the new UK variant is the uh, mutated one. They're not sure how the other vaccines are coping with it. They're assuming it's okay, but they're not sure. Now, 89% doesn't sound higher when you consider the others are between 94 and 98% effective. But as I said, this is against the new one. Now, we will go to the financials and you will see over the trailing 12 months they've made a loss, 93 million. But we check the balance sheet. First thing we see from 2019, this is why it was such a low price originally, is 97 million current assets against 25 million, fine. Total assets, 173 million against 359 million. Looks like being trouble. But then we go to the updated one for last September. You see current assets, 671 million. And total assets, 944 million. Current liabilities, 239 million. Total liabilities, 837.5 million. So basically, the cash they have on hand, 504 million, is enough to pay the current liabilities and still have some left over. And I think they're in a good position financially. I think this has set them up. They should be, if I was them, I would speed up their manufacturing process, make sure that they can fulfill any orders and put the cash to that. And once they have, I would make sure uh, they're looking into other products, building a pipeline. And once they've done that, 
started researching other products or perhaps an acquisition, I would then look into a uh, I, w- I would then look into a possibility of uh, paying down some of the debt so that at least the current debt is gone. If not, then the, the bad debt. Now, what I don't like with the balance sheet, and I always say this with the balance sheet, is it has good, the goodwill payments on there, on this assets. I say said this with Visa. This is why Visa, Visa's growth doesn't look as good as Mastercard. When you look at, it. I said this at the beginning of the year, when you go year in year out, Visa looks like it's got better growth than Mastercard. But when you take out the goodwill payments, it doesn't. Mastercard is growing at a better rate, and people are saying to me. Now, why is Visa stopping at $200? Why is it? And I said, go back to my video in May, June time, and you will see there where I broke down the figures from Visa and MasterCard. And you'll see that MasterCard is still a growth company, whereas Visa has stopped growing. And unless they... Uh, do something drastically, like bringing crypto or acquire a new company, they will stop growing. And that's why I don't like seeing goodwill on assets. Companies that do that tend to be ones that stop growing. I like to give the fact that uh, that they are growing. And if we take that goodwill off, then their total liabilities will be more than their total assets. Now, you can give the argument that, yeah, but they don't have to give back these goodwill payments. Then they shouldn't. They're a business. These goodwill pa- payments shouldn't be there. They should be in the either liabilities in the payments or under other payments. You know, other should be under other liabilities or optional liabilities purely because they are payments to make. Now, this money's on their books, but it will be coming off their books, such as deferred revenues even. They, some of these goodwill payments have to be paid as a way to get contracts. And we know how it goes. You make a goodwill payment to a charity or to uh, some foundation and the, the chair of that charity will have a meeting with you or will give you a contract. Anyway, it's my two cents. I think they've improved drastically. But... That's something I don't like on it. Now, they do have a lot of competition in the space. You've got J&J yet to come out with. You've got a lot of huge companies yet to come out with their 
vaccine. I expect some news from Tiziana Life Sciences soon. Apparently, that's going very well. They were testing in Brazil. They're a UK company. They have... And I've done videos on them in the past. They have a stem printer and all the other things. But... And they're an interesting company. However... Please be wary of the run-up. Now, remember, it is a company that's 29 next. Not without merit, don't get me wrong, but, yeah. It still has 29 next. And it is all down to what direction the management takes. Do they use the money to uh, improve manufacturing so while the other companies aren't able to fulfill vaccine orders they snap, snap up the contracts and get more money in or do they use the money to uh, further research into other products and produce a pipeline at a time when countries are allowing fast track of medical research that is something I want clear uh, cleared up by management what I don't want them to do is sit on their hands and look what we've done with the company you know uh, and popping champagne corks